said, I'm here with Whitney Johns. Thanks so much for being on Perform. Yes, thank you so much for having me. We've been trying to make this happen for a while now and we're finally making it happen. Yeah, so I mean, you obviously started from quite a humble beginnings to where you are now in the fitness industry. Can you give us some insight on how you started, you know, to where you are now? Just kind of like a little blurb, like a short 15 second kind of. Yeah, so I guess I was always into fitness and I had tried so many different career avenues and I just realized the one thing that I would always do that was always going to be passionate for me. It was what I, whether I was broke or rich, I would still love doing it was fitness and because it changed my life in so many ways. So, um, and I really had to get my hands dirty and learning so many things other than just, you know, diet and workouts. It's like really about all of the nutrition and the mental health and all of that. And so I tried to kind of put all of that into one approach where I could help people and share what I learned. And, um, I really had to kind of do it myself, um, just my own research. And I had a lot of kind of issues growing up and it really helped kind of save my life. And that's one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about it. And, and it doesn't always feel like work, you Mm. know? Can you tell us a little bit about like how it saved your life? Give us some insight, some juice on that. Yeah. So growing up, I had, even as a kid, I remember at like five years old being laid up on the couch with migraines for like eight hours, cold cloth on my head. Um, and I had a lot of chronic pain. I had anxiety issues as like a a adolescent, a teenager and, um, you know, anxiety, depression, mood stuff, gut health issues. You know, it was just like, it was like, I, what couldn't catch a break. Right. It was, and it was, I think I was just a sensitive person to a lot of different things and we didn't have a ton of like money to go research every little thing. It was like, you go to the doctor and they're like, well, you don't, you don't have cancer and (laughs) there's nothing like drastically wrong with you, but I just didn't feel good. So once I kind of got into fitness and learning about holistic nutrition and food allergies and things that were actually causing a lot of agitation in my body and And then I learned how to strengthen my body and and train it properly and really get my power back physically. Mm -hmm. Um, That was such a blessing. I I had also tried every sport in the book. I tried dance, cheerleading, and I was terrible at all of them. Mm -hmm. It was was very embarrassing, actually. (laughs) And I started lifting with my dad um, because I had all this, like, athletic energy. I just didn't know how to channel it. And once I started lifting weights, I really, I guess I got that magic elixir of like, okay, I can do this and this will bring me confidence and it will strengthen me. And then I started getting into some MMA training and kickboxing and that was amazing. And it's also just so mentally connected too. Um, really knowing how to like hone your energy and focus and it's been a ride, but, um, an awesome payoff to be able to, to now help people all over the world with this kind of stuff. So for people out there who are going through things like, you know, how you were going through, um, what advice can you give them? Like, did you go online? What did you do? Cause I know a lot of people are probably thinking like, well, how do I, you know, get there? Mm-hmm. I mean, I always, when I talk to coaching clients, I mean, for one, find a mentor or a coach or a trainer um, to at least sort of give you 
an introduction to how to train your body, what good form looks like, all that stuff so that you can start feeling confident in it. You're not just completely lost. And then I really am a huge preacher in, okay, know what your food sensitivities are, know um, what your levels are, whether it's hormone levels, what your adrenals are looking like, your thyroid. If you have a lot of health markers that are not balanced, you're going to struggle so much. Like you're, you could diet like the best of them. You can work out every day and just be spinning your wheels. And so I am really big on focusing on your internal health first and then learning how to strengthen your body, really train properly, you know, and not just for aesthetics, but for strength and for confidence and full body training. Um, not just like try to get a big butt kind of a thing. Mm. Um, I think people approach fitness sometimes as just an aesthetic thing. And it's so much more than that. So I think um, it's sort of like a, it's both internal and external and you really have to approach it that way. Mm. What do you do on days where you just don't feel like doing it? You know, there's probably that mindset that you've got now, but what do you do? Can you give us some insight on that? When I'm feeling not motivated and just tired, I also have days where I'm like, okay, listen to my body. Is this really me just being lazy or is my body saying you need to rest? Mm -hmm. Like, cause sometimes that's what it is. Sometimes your body's like, no, 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 we got to like pump the brakes right now. And then you'll be back at it stronger tomorrow. So I think really tapping into your intuition is a big thing. Um, but then, and, and giving yourself a rest if you don't feel like it, but then also knowing, okay, if this is just me being lazy, take some pre-workout, do what you got to do, put some gangster wrap on, put your shoes on and go do it. Like you just have to do it. I also have enough experiences where, you know, competing and modeling, um, fitness modeling have helped a lot with motivation as well, because I'll have times where I'll be super on it. You know, I'll be prepping for a show and I know when I'm performing my best and I'm super on it, super disciplined, and I love the result. And then there are the times where you allow yourself to slip into that laziness um, and you look like shit and you feel like shit. And that's a bad enough feeling to mm. be like, no, I'm going to stay on the path and stay on the course. Mm. You know, I also think I'm a big believer in like small doses. So if you're every day, cheating or you're having sugar every single day your body's going to start craving that now like a drug right but mm. if you have sugar once a week or you skip a couple workouts you know a few times a month or you know besides your normal rest days that's okay when you kind of like give yourself a break and then get back on the wagon mm. i'm always just like don't do days in a row of dysfunctional behavior because the dysfunctional behavior is is very like addictive and you will, it's a slippery slope. You just got to look at it like any other drug. If you're doing a certain drug every single day, all of a sudden you're an addict. It's, it's the same kind of thing. Mm. Um, and just sort of constantly checking yourself, like mm. just keep checking yourself. So I know there's probably a lot of girls that are watching this and they're probably thinking to themselves, I want to look like Whitney. What do I got to do? So like, can you give us a little bit? I know it's a little bit more complicated, but give us the simplified version of that. My biggest thing I would say is my body transformed the most once I let go of being afraid of lifting heavy or pushing really hard. Um, we all, the women, we all have that like, oh, I don't want to get bulky. I don't want to work my biceps. I don't want to work my chest because I don't want to look like a man. It's like, no, 
if they can just learn to fully train every muscle group in their body, no matter what the aesthetics, whatever you think is going to happen to your aesthetics, just train in a full perspective. And then you're going to, your body will end up gaining muscle everywhere. You're going to be, you're going to be burning more calories. There's so much payoff that comes that you, you know, instead of spot training, like, I just don't think that a lot of women approach it in a way that's more of like a complete spectrum. They're like, well, I want a nice booty or I want to trim waist. So I'm just going to do a bunch of abs and butt. And I think once you can just trust the process and go through kind of like a treat it like a boot camp, like a six week boot camp of just trust the process, get out of your head, work hard, lift, you know, do, do train all of your body. And then that is going to pay off because it's going to kind of build that base. And then you can kind of go from there and do the sculpting and, you know, really target train certain areas too. Like, Oh, you really want to focus on the glutes, but you have to have a full base first. That was my biggest thing is like, once I started competing and my coach made me do all that stuff, at first I hated it. And I was like, Oh, I feel like I'm getting too big or whatever. But once you trust the process, it comes full circle. And then your physique is just like in check. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that that's the biggest thing that I would say for women. I think that's the biggest holdup because mm-hmm. they just get nervous about the aesthetics part of it. Mm-hmm. What part of your body, what do you have a trouble with? Like, what is the area that you're, kind of like, oh, I wish that this was bigger. I wish it was smaller. Like, give us some insight on that and what you're doing. I have the bat wing effect. <laughs> this thing, this is like, if the first place I see it when I gain weight is like my arms, but they'll get like jiggly. Yeah. It's like old lady arms kind of a feeling. And I, that is the one place where it's tricky because you want to train hard. You want to, you know, but it's also like, okay, you, you can build muscle. It, it is sort of that same thing where it's like, do you build a ton of muscle there? Or is it just that you have to be lean all the time? If you're super, super lean, is it going to take away from your butt? There's always kind of that struggle. We all have our areas where we deposit fat more places than others. And a lot of it's genetics and then some of it's hormonal. And um, you, you also just have to be like, well, I'm a human. <laughs> so if my arms are jiggly occasionally, I guess I can give myself a freaking break. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your diet right now and what that looks like. Are you vegetarian, pescatarian? You know, give us some insight. I am a, I would say more of a paleo approach. Hmm. I am a blood type O. So I learned, I tried vegan, I tried pescatarian. Um, and it just didn't really work. I needed more iron. I needed red meat. I needed um, just nutritionally, I, I'm more of like a well-rounded. And I really, I feed well off of like red meat. And, and that's typical for a lot of, you know, O-type blood, blood type. Um, and so, but I can't do a lot of gluten. I can't do a lot of dairy. I have it in small doses. Again, like I'll do small doses so that I'm not completely eliminating these food groups from my diet. But, um, you know, I don't do a ton of grains either. I don't do a ton of like flour. Um, if anything, I try to find good substitutes because we all crave things, right? Mm. So trying to find different substitutes for food that are, that still tastes like, okay, cool. I'm feeling like this feels like a pizza crust, but it's cauliflower or whatever, you know, I'm, I'm pretty like 
rice, potatoes, but more of a moderate carb thing going on right now. A lot of healthy fats, high protein, a lot of veggies. I try to do a ton of veggies because I do think that you, you, you know, a lot of plant-based is good. It's good to kind of do as much of that as you can. And you're also feeding your gut with fiber and, and, and nutrients. But, um, but yeah, I'm kind of a meat and veggies kind of gal. And then the, and then the proper carbs, I guess you would say. Sweet what, potatoes, what, potatoes, rice. What's your cheat meal? Like when you're going to cheat? Uh, I love, I'm such a sucker for just a big fat burger. Yeah. I just love burgers <laughs> or donuts Yeah. or macaroni and cheese. I mean, the list can go on and on. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do your goals look like for this 2021? You know, what are you focused on? Well, this year, um, I think everybody's coming off of 2020, just like, <laughs> it's been a shit show, right? And, and I think everyone has taken a bit of a, you know, there's been setbacks. And I'm lucky enough to where my business was mainly online, so thank God. But still, there were a lot of setbacks. And I had to move a couple of times. And it's just been crazy. So this year, I'm really focused on building out both of my apps um, trying to really get my coaching program and, and really expand that. Um, and then I really want to get into some product stuff. I'm kind of, I'm 34 years old mm. and it's like in fitness, you know, there's a fitness and appearance and Instagram model, whatever you want to call it. Mm. When it's a more aesthetic focused, there is an expiration date. Mm. right and i do you know obviously the health aspect there's always going to be a market for what i do mm. um but i've also know that it's like okay I'm, i'll be transitioning into the next phase of my career mm. i'm sort of in that transition now and so focusing on things more like products um things that can help like holistic health products i have a few things in the works um for more longevity i think like right now is really just trying to find ways to help others other than just diet and workouts and stuff like that. So that's sort of my main focus. I'm really excited. I have a couple sort of things in the works and it's a huge project. So who knows, I'm going to be patient with myself mm. on how long and when I want to get it accomplished, but that's sort of what I've been looking at mm. for my career. What do you do in your free time when you're not working? What does that look like? I love I like to go shooting. I like guns. Um, I like to train. I like MMA. I, um, those are like kind of outlets for me, I guess. I love to travel. I love to have a good time. I like to drink. <laughs> I like to enjoy my life. You know, you got to enjoy your life. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I'm kind of a homebody. It's yeah. funny. This year has been such a, like, drastic change for so many people because of quarantine or what have you but i'm like oh sick this is like my normal life <laughs> yeah. i don't have to go out i'm like we do i do facetime happy hours with my girlfriends i'm like i don't think i ever want to meet you out again <laughs> i'm, I'm kind of like a chill at home kind of watch netflix and have good food and you know have a good time can you suggest any good tv series for the people out there Oh my God. I am so right now. I'm so obsessed with the crown. Really? Um, yeah. I didn't think I would be into it. And then I started watching it and I was super fascinating. Um, Yellowstone was mm -hmm. one that I just finished. That is just like phenomenal. Um, 
I, you know, I will always, Ray Donovan will always be my all time favorite. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. That's kind of the top ones for now that come to mind. Tell me a little bit about some of the obstacles you faced in 2020 and how you overcome them. So 2020 was super interesting. Um, personally as well and I won't go too far into it but I you know I realize a lot of things with the people that you have around you mm. um, and breaking those patterns I think the biggest thing that I learned in 2020 was do not ignore red flags when mm. it comes to the people that you have around you or the environment that you're in um, whether it's you know romantically or friends or people that work with you you know, when you start to see those red flags, you really have to pay attention to them or you're going to pay for it later. It's going to come back to haunt you. Um, I think the biggest thing, yeah, is just like really sticking to your intuition um, and listening to that gut instinct. Because when you don't and when you ignore that is when you kind of get into a hole that's deeper than you, you know, you got to dig yourself out now. And how am I going to do that? <laughs> you could avoid a lot of pain if you're just, pay attention to your gut instincts and, and really be selective about the people that you have around you. Nice. So I don't know. I'm going to ask this because I bet you there's a million girls thinking this. Your eyebrow game is hella strong. Okay. <laughs> Let's just be honest here. I know nobody's probably said anything, but I know a ton of girls are probably thinking that eyebrow game. I know a strong eyebrow game and that is a strong eyebrow game. Give us some insight on that. Um, well, I did get microblading. Actually, right couple of times I need to get a little touch up but I also love a lot of girls will use lash serum to like grow your eyelashes and it just add more volume put mm -hmm. it on your eyebrows too because then it just keeps it nice and you know voluminous mm -hmm. and then you shape it from there and you know obviously I've never really gone to like go get my eyebrows waxed or threaded or anything like that I've always just I've done them myself but microblading helps a lot I love microblading nice. that's great yeah. Do you have somebody that you look up to? Oh, lots of people. I have a lot of people that I look up to. Who would you who would be the female that you would say, you know what, I want to I want to be like this this woman? Who would it be? You know, that's a good question. If someone that I <laughs> is I'm like a huge fan of and always have um is Jane Fonda actually. Wow, okay. I think she is such a powerhouse chick um yeah. just with her career she's just like constantly reinventing herself mm. um she's constantly speaking her mind you know she's got balls like she's not doesn't have a huge filter um she's hilarious she but she also doesn't take herself too too seriously mm. and because of that her career you know she's still like murdering it <laughs> yeah. so, and she's, but she's done so many different things too. Um, so I've always really liked her. I've always kind of been like, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Like she's a badass chick, you know? Um, for people out there right now who want to say work with you through coaching, training, this and that, how do they get in touch with you? Well, you can email me. It's on my Instagram bio or contact at winniejohns.com. Um, I have a lot of people that will come in through the DMs and, um, I have an app where it's called find your fit with wit.com and it's find your fit with wit is the program, which is customized diet and workout plans. And then the option to work with me one-on-one -on -one, 
Um, I can consult with you. I do virtual sessions. Mm -hmm. I also consult with, you know, just kind of a gut health revamp situation. Um, but yeah, I mean, check me out on Instagram at Whitney Johns slide in the DMS in a mm -hmm. professional way. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, I love, I love like I have these calls with clients like zoom calls, you know, the internet's so cool. We can connect with anyone. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's so interesting to see the different kind of people that I guess listen to me. I'm like, wow, you know, it's so interesting. Like, wow, this, this woman in, you know, middle America who has four kids, who is just, you know, she's, she wants to, to follow what I have to say and then to connect with that person. I just think it's so cool how, you know, I just, I just love it. I, I like it, all the different variety of people that are just like, we all have the same needs. We all want to feel powerful and confident and we, we all want to have good energy. We all want to feel vibrant and it's just really kind of interesting to be able to connect one-on-one -on -one with my clients. Cause it's just like, that's the most rewarding thing. Hmm. Yeah. I'm going to ask you some questions just to keep it fun. Tell yes. me your favorite color. A fiery orange red. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that's called, but this is always my answer. <laughs> okay. And what's your, what's your sign? I'm a Sagittarius. Okay. I'm a Sagittarius, but most of my chart is Scorpio. Yeah. So I'm um, a little crazy. <laughs> Just kidding. So, so what, I know you're probably thinking this, what do you stay away from when it comes to the horoscope sign, when it comes to dating? Where are you like, no. I don't know. Cause my chart is so mixed. Um, I don't know. Where am I like, no, I've never really dated a lot of Virgos. Mm. Like Virgo, I guess I think I'm too fiery for Virgos. Like I think I think it just like clashes a little bit, and I'm totally a disorganized person. And Virgos are super like mm. OCD and very disciplined and that kind of stuff. And for some reason, I just feel like I, I would drive a Virgo crazy. <laughs> I'm like you wouldn't like me. <laughs> what what sign do you vibe with the most? Like where do you find yourself? I vibe with Scorpios, Geminis, and fire signs like Leo and Aries, you know, Sagittarius, Leo, Aries. And then, you know, I get Scorpios mm. and then Gemini, I understand them as well. And, you know. What could you tell us that's fun and interesting about yourself that maybe you haven't told people? Fun and interesting. God. Wow. What? What in which topic? <laughs> topic. Anything that comes to mind. Anything that comes to mind. Something that's unique to this podcast that you know people don't know about you. Like whether it's you know you're into comic books or you're into. Um, I don't know. I guess I like. Oh, I don't even know. You have any quirky would... habits? Anything quirky? Anything like unique to you? So I'm like an old lady in a, uh, I guess, middle-aged body. Mm. <laughs> now I'm middle um, I am super, like, very, very anal about my going to bed process. Like, I have to, like, have completely get ready for bed. I have to have two fans on, a noise machine. I have two leg pillows in between my legs. 
I lay on my side and have a pool behind my back. Like I'm like the most princess on the pee, like high maintenance bitch sometimes. I just can't help it. Because <laughs> I'll wake up and I'm like, oh, my back hurts or my hip hurts. So I'm very, very particular about like my comfort. I'm like a creature of comfort, I think, when it comes oh. to that. I'm on the two fans tip, so I get that. I totally get <laughs> the two fans. That's uh, don't even. Leg pillows, though. I mean, it's, I it's kind of a game. I haven't got into the leg pillows. I need to, you know, graduate, move towards that. But you know, I you do. Can see later. Yeah. <laughs> Try it out. <laughs> Did you have any questions for myself? You know, I'm really interested to um, check out your line. Actually. Okay. Um, I guess. What is the, what drew you to podcasting? Like, is it, are you like just super interested in people and how they kind of optimize their performance? Is that kind of where it all came from? Or like, what got you into this? Cause it's a lot of work podcasting and you kind of have to like it. <laughs> yeah, no, I love sort of interacting with people and I, I love, you know, hearing people's stories, hearing their journeys and I like putting out, you know, great content. You know, it's, it's a great way to put out great content, motivational, positive content. You know, I'm, I love to create. So I like to like make little clips and, you know, put them out there and get the feedback. And it's a great way for me to network. I mean, the network that I've acquired through, like, obviously my guests is amazing. Like I've had, you know, I've connected on so many levels um, through, through the podcasting that it's just been, you know, one of those things where I kind of wanted to just keep raising the bar, you know, and keep seeing how far I can take it. And hopefully maybe, you know, one day have my own type of show, you know, like that would be my sort of like end game, you know, that's, are you training right now out of your home or where, where are you training clients for people? I'm all online now. Um, I had, like one or two left that I was doing in person in LA. Um, but with the pandemic and everything, it was just, it's just easier. I have people on my apps and I do some virtual sessions and, you know, and then I train myself, but yeah, I've, I've kind of stopped up with the in-person training. Mm. And yeah. It's been nice. I, I love training people in person. But now with the, the technology the way it is, it's so easy to just kind of do it from anywhere. And I'm kind of a, I like to bounce around. I've been traveling a lot and I don't like to stay in one place for very long. And so it's been really kind of just perfect because I can still run my business from anywhere, which is cool. So nice. Is it a mix of guys and girls or mostly girls or can you give us some insight? Mostly women. Um, but I have a lot of male clients that I work with. Um, some of my longest standing clients are male and we've become like just bros, you know, mm. but, um, but yeah, I've been really fortunate to have, uh, a lot of guys really like my style of training, not even like really working with me that individually either. It's not really about just like working with me. It's, um, I've been, yeah, I've had really good results with men actually as well because of my bodybuilding training background, I think. So mm. yeah, it's been cool. Listen, thank you. Honestly, Whitney, you were an amazing guest and we really appreciate you coming on Perform. Yeah, I'm so glad we got to make it happen. Thank you.